Hey, what's going on? Michael Clark with Kill Procrastination. And hey, on this episode, we're going to get neat, get real deep into what needs to happen, what what we need to talk about, and uh, get a better understanding of of a couple topics. Uh, I'm not going to go too deep on a lot of these things, because I feel like we know these things. However, we just sometimes need a reminder, you know. Once again, I'm not perfect. I'm not where I want to be financially. But these are the tips and tricks and uh, models that I, you know, took upon myself and I started to really deep, you know, make a deep dive into and learned a little bit about myself and my wants and my needs, you know what I'm saying? And I think that's one thing we have to discuss, especially if you're in that rut, like, man, how can I get out of this? Why? When I when I look at the end of the year, all my money's gone. You know what I'm saying? So we have to find out why we do what we do. We have to understand that, hey, we need to put in some work and we need to figure this out. So, you know, the first thing I want to break into right now is, is cars. And, you know, I just, I really want to break into this, this topic because... I feel like there's a lot of people who get this misconstrued and and they just truly don't understand this because I asked myself one time and every year I ask myself this because cars come out every year. Ask yourself that. I mean, just, just pay attention to that. Cars come out every year, right? And, and, and what's different from this year and last year's model? Besides the twenty thousand dollar gap, oh, it got one little, one little setting got changed, or, 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 or they changed something with the seats. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's not a huge difference, even from a a, a brand new model to a five year model. And I, I said, well, why don't they just, you know, come out with brand new cars and they change it because, you know. Right now, technology is it is excelling and it is going further. But right now, it's not changing the, the car manufacturing game. So why not just push these cars out once every two to three years instead and give us something that's going to be different? You know what I'm saying? Something that's going to be, you know, a game changer. But once again, when you walk, when you when you ride past a car lot, walk past a car lot, however you you know, get get to a car lot. <laughs> it's the same it's the same damn car. You know what I'm saying? It's the same car, brand new or not. They're pushing them out regardless. And it's so many of them. And I say that because look, cars will be manufactured every year. There will always be a new and best thing. It it it, it won't change. It will never change. It will always be here. So what is the rush of getting a brand new car? What's the rush? You know what I'm saying? Um, I find myself... I've hit the car lot maybe... Four times in my life. And every time I felt played. I'm not going to lie. Every time I felt played, used, and you know... It just... I just never fully understand why I kept going. But then I did because I knew I wasn't financially in the situation that I needed to be in. That I couldn't just save a couple grand up and go buy me a car. 
or you know fully had twenty thousand dollars to go purchase any car I wanted. No, I had to finance it, so I had to go to these to these you know not so hot car lots. And when you think about that, it's like man, at eighteen years old, I hope I have some eighteen year old listeners, man, some young listeners understand this, man. Purchasing a car when you're just working at Burger King, that was my first job. Uh, when you're when you're just working minimum wage, it is the dumbest thing you can do is to finance a car. Because I tell you what, and, and my parents did tell me this. They did break it down and it never really fully resonated. It never really hit. But a car is, man, that's your entire paycheck and then some. And at 18 years old, what do you want to do? You want to ride, you want to chill, you want to go with your friends, you want to go do this, you want to go do that. Guarantee all you're going to be able to do is get to a place. And that's as far, in one place at that because you got to pay for gas, you got insurance, you got maintenance, you got that car payment. Come on, man. And you make a minimum wage. And if you're 18 years old, it's only a matter of time to your parents like, hey, you got to go. Then what? Then, man, I'm telling you. So, understand is you need to be in a financial situation where you can afford to even purchase a car, let alone finance a car. And there's nothing wrong with financing. And we can go in more details. I mean, I've heard the situation where if I lease a car, you know, I can write it off. You know, um, you can finance a car and you can use it for different uh, models. And there are ways to actually, you know, have that car earn you money. And we can go into that. But right now, I just want to uh, change your behavior, your mindset on a vehicle. And understand that the, the, your next door millionaire is not driving that Bentley. You know what I'm saying? They're not driving that brand new uh, uh, Dodge pickup, souped up, you know. They're, they're, they're not driving those things. Your next door millionaire is when he's literally driving that 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 Ranger. You know what I'm saying? He's driving that 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 hoopty, that 10, 20 year old car. Now yeah, could they go out and afford a brand new car? I believe they could, but I'll tell you the reason why they're not gonna do it. And it's because of habits. It's because discipline. And, and controlling their wants and needs. I'm sure at some point, you know, these next door millionaires might step their game up and get something nice. But they're like, for what? Who am I competing with? And that's what you have to remember. It's one thing to get these vehicles just because, because you want it. But, you know what I'm saying? It, to be financially free and be able to go on any car lot and say hey let's bargain let's figure this out i know you want 30 grand for this we're gonna bargain hey i got 20 cash right now 25 cash right now thousand you know what i'm saying you can do those things at the the car lot, but we don't know that because we're trying to get these finance finance deals and you know i always bring a story to you guys i want you to understand this at 18 years old, you know nothing. And if you're not financially literate, nine times out of 10, your parents may or may not be financially literate at the same time. And 
you have to understand that. So, I mean, at 18 years old, I'm going through it. I'm going through everything, right? And um, I'm needing a car. And I find this car lot. They pull my credit. I'm thinking, oh, man, there's no way. I'm not getting nothing. Um, I'm just coming up here just a window shop. But they pull my credit. I had nothing on my credit. Nothing. But my credit score was it was decent. It was like, a, I think it was like at a 620, 650, somewhere in there. It, it, it wasn't impressive, but it was, it was good enough. I had no delinquencies, no nothing, because once again, I'm 18 years old. Now they're handing me keys, man. They're handing me so many keys. I could pick any car in the car lot. Mind you, with this Burger King paycheck. <laughs> like, like now that I think about it, like, man, are you serious? Like, I had no business on this car lot. No business. I'm test driving Mercedes. I'm test driving pickup trucks. I'm test driving everything. And then um, I finally set my eyes on this uh, Mitsubishi Galant. I'll never forget it. It's Mitsubishi Galant. I think it was a 2006. I think that car was maybe two years old. Man, it was nice. I mean, at that time, it was nice. I already had an idea what I wanted to do with it. I wanted to put tent. I wanted to put rims. I wanted, I wanted to do the whole nine. And um, I actually, believe it or not, had a car before I came to this car, you know, that's how I was getting back and forth anyway, but, uh, I had bought this Chevy Lumina from my dad, I believe, I, I think I bought that car for a couple hundred, hundred bucks, mind you, it was an ugly car, oh, it was in high school, it was not impressive, the, the ladies was not feeling it, that was not going on, it was not hot, but anyways, I traded that car, and they think they gave me $500, uh, on that car for the next purchase trading value and um i'm now i'm sitting down i told my i'm sitting down at the uh, you know at the office paperwork in front of me and i'm like man what is this i call my i call my parents i don't know what they were doing i apologize parents i don't know what y'all was doing at the time but i called y'all and said hey i i need some help with this and they said oh was it how's it set up and I, I tried to explain the best I could but um I knew nothing about what I was signing At, to this day I can't tell you what the interest rate was I could tell you the payment was like 350 I could tell you that and the full purchase price I don't know I don't know how much I was overpaying for that car and I didn't know I was overpaying for that car so at 18 years old any of my listeners you gotta understand Fully understand. Don't 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 just worry about the interest rate. Don't just worry about you know uh, the payment. Ask that dealer. Ask for whatever you're purchasing. What is the full purchase price? You know what I'm saying? What is the full purchase price? How much would this car cost once I'm done paying it off? watch them hesitate to even tell you the number because they know they're getting you let you you should know this already but if you don't know this understand that when you take a brand new car off the car lot you've already dropped the value immediately 
know that when you take a brand new car out the car lot and you drive it home and you got problems with it and you're like, oh, I don't want this after 30 days and you want to sell it back, you're not going to sell it for the same amount that you're purchasing it for. It's a game and understand that. So I, I tell you this story because I always got to tell you something personal with me because like I said, I'm not perfect. But I want someone else to learn from my mistakes. You have to understand your wants from your needs. I did not need that vehicle. I had a vehicle. I had a vehicle. The only want was because I wanted to look good at the stoplight. I wanted, you know, when I went to go to high school, everybody was impressed. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just wanted to be that dude. You know, it, it does feel good. But it didn't feel good at the end of the month when I had no money. I couldn't take whatever girls I seen on a date I couldn't I couldn't do a lot of that stuff because I didn't have no money all my money was going here and I constantly worked my senior year I spent more time working than I did at school because I did this work program and that's one of my biggest regrets is I should have kept my happy butt at school you know what I'm saying I missed the pep rallies I missed a lot just so I can go you know what I'm saying push some fries and make some burgers like man come on mind you I was the manager but it is it that still was an excuse, man, because I missed a lot. And your high school years, man, it's gonna go by quick. It's gonna go by quick to the point that you're gonna miss it, whether you think so or not. At some point, you're gonna be like, man, that was the easiest time of my life. So understand your wants from your needs. Leasing versus buying. I say, hey, if you're young and you're just starting out, save some money up, a hundred dollars a month. You know, at the end of the year, get you a $1,200 car and be done with it. But you're going to be like, hey, but Mike, this car breaks down a lot. Look, remember this. If, if when you have to fix that car, whether it breaks down or not, if, it, if it's only $100 to fix here, $100 to fix there, it's fine. The moment that you have to replace something for six, seven hundred bucks, a thousand bucks, hey, sell that car and move to the next one. I have bought um, in the last five years because I've moved up in cars now because I downsized just to get out of debt. Now I explained that story in one of my last episodes, like how I moved from a hundred grand of debt to you know zero, and this was the way I had to get rid of my last car that I financed, was which was a brand new Nissan Maxima, and it was it was nice, but I had to find me a thousand dollar car. Remember, I told you guys, this $1,000 car, it didn't have AC, and I'm in Texas. It had no AC. It's summertime. It couldn't go over 60 miles per hour. I could have said so many things about why I shouldn't have that car. Oh, it's not safe. It's not this. It's not that. But, (coughs) excuse me, I knew why I was doing this. I knew why I was doing what I was doing so you have to understand that get in the mindset of I want to be somewhere in the next 10 years from 18 to 28 if you were 18 if you're 18 now to 28 you want to be way light years ahead of yourself from when you were 18 and buying a car is not it now you're going to say Mike how am I supposed to have credit how am I supposed to build my credit Look, one thing that I didn't learn, which I wish I did knew, 
with not a regular credit card, but a secured credit card. And that's when you put your money up to get this secured credit card. Google it, look it up, ask your parents, ask your friends. That's what you want is a secured credit card. Use this card very, very sporadically. Just barely use it once a month. Use it for gas or whatever. Make sure that you're, you're using almost 20% of it. You wait till that bill comes. You pay it off. Wait till that bill comes. Give it a week. Let that bill generate. Pay that bill. Move on to the next month. That will post your credit to do what you got to do so you can leverage it. I already told you guys, I don't believe in consumer debt. I have no issue with business debt that you can leverage. And yeah, I consider uh, a secure credit card or business. I mean, you you can get that up. You get your, 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 your credit up and you can do some things. You can leverage some things. You can buy some assets with it. So understand the discipline that you need. Understand where you want to be. Understand it and don't get caught up in the hype. Um, and then, you know, one of the biggest things I want to let you guys know outside of just the cars and understanding that aspect is pay yourself first. Man, if you can look back right now and say, hey, if I'd have paid myself $100 a month, just $100 a month, $500 a month to where I'm at right now, where would you be? You know what I'm saying? How much could you have saved up? And one word I want you guys to look up after this podcast is compound interest and what that would do for you if you invested correctly. And we always say, man, $100 ain't nothing, $200 ain't nothing, $500, that ain't nothing. You can go spend that and blow that in seconds, man. I swear, I go to Walmart, I spend less than $100 every time I get there. More than $100 every time I get there. It has to be $100 or more. You know what I'm saying? It goes by quick. But understand this, man. If you just discipline yourself and say, hey, I'm going to pay myself the same way Comcast wants their money. I'm going to pay myself the same way my phone bill wants their money. I am going to pay myself the same way my rent has to get paid. I'm going to pay myself first. Then it's the four walls. You know what I'm saying? Then it's your shelter. Then it's your food, light, water. You know what I'm saying? Though in that order. But you got to pay yourself first, man. You could you could pay everybody else and not yourself. That's a damn shame. Just like... It's a damn shame to insure your phone and not insure yourself. Let that sink in. Let that sizzle in your spirit. Understand this. We, as a young community, millennials, uh, you know, whatever generation you are, that we have to become more disciplined and we have to learn what the 1% does. Yeah, they spend money like crazy, but we have to understand they write a lot of that stuff off. Yeah, they spend money like crazy, but... Sometimes they, they, they have so many assets paying for their expenses. Like, we have to understand this and not get confused about, about what the message is. And, you know, I wanted to bring that information to you guys, man. Um, I wanted to motivate you to understand, like, look, you can do it. And as you're doing it, yeah, you're going to get laughed at. <laughs> I already know it. You know what I'm saying? So laugh at yourself and get it out. You know what I'm saying? So then now, you know what? That don't mean nothing to me. Because just wait. You know what I'm saying? You could change your predicament. You could be in the worst situation right now. You could be $20,000 in debt, 
40,000, 50,000. But if you discipline yourself, I promise you, you can get out of it in six months, a year, a year, a year and six months. It's going to go by anyway. In a hurry. Why not get yourself set up? Because understand this. It's like Nipsey said, man. It is a marathon. Like What he talked about was more than just rap, man. It was deep. It was deep. You just have to let it just hit you. Life's a marathon. It's like our grandfathers, great-grandfathers, grandmothers, great-grandmothers. How they lived their life, man. They, they, it's a long life. Some people work 60, 70 years. You know what I'm saying? Like, we have a long life. Stop thinking we only have, you know, tomorrow. We have plenty of time. Granted, you take care of yourself. Granted, you do what you're supposed to be doing. But yeah, Mike, I get hit by a bus tomorrow and I got to have fun. Look, man, if you're living for yourself, that's selfish. If you're living for yourself, that is selfish. There's somebody around you that you can help and leave something to, assets to, cash to, whether you have kids, whether you have a wife, a husband, whether you have friends, families, aunts, grandma, I don't care. If you're living for yourself, that's selfish. Always leave a legacy. Understand that. Leave a legacy. Do something with it. Even if you don't have anything. You say, Mike, I don't have nobody. Look, there's somebody else way off of you that can't eat, don't have food, don't have water, don't have this. I'm not saying you can't have fun, but leave something for somebody for the next person so they can do better and they can grow it. You know what I'm saying? That's what I want y'all to understand. When I come to you guys, I come to you guys with some real. And that's real. How do we expect to change something? How do we expect to change the next generation or spark some sort of uh, new mentality if we can't do it for ourselves? Every day don't have to be YOLO. You know, you only live once. Come on, man. Come on, man. Look, you made it here, right? It was a generation before you, a generation before that, a generation before that. We can keep going talking, but hey, look, we ain't going to make it there. Understand? They didn't have that mentality, and you shouldn't have that mentality. Life expectancy is, man, almost 80, 90 years. So, we have a minute. We have a minute. So, you know, let, like I said, let all that sizzle, let it marinate, you know, do what you got to do, but feel that. I want you guys to rewind this episode until you feel motivated do what you gotta do don't let these cars jewelry TV reality TV don't let all this stuff you know bog down your mind sometimes you gotta just end social media man. sometimes you just gotta push that away man delete all that stuff off your account delete all that stuff off of your your phone if it's that hard for you to just de- detach man because that's not real I mean, you think you see the perfect couple and you go see them in person and they're fighting. You think somebody got the nicest car and you get in the car and the car's falling apart. Because they can't afford the maintenance on these these, these things, but they look good. 
Now I'm not I'm not bashing people, but you know, on my next episode, I want to invite my friend uh, Blake O'Neill. He's gonna come on the on, on the podcast. And man, this guy, man, I've known him since my military days, man. And this guy, I promise you, he he he's working damn near on his PhD, I believe, man. He's he's killing the game. You know, he he was in the military. Now he has a, a, a nice, cushy, goddamn old job. He has a couple beautiful cars that he does find it, but he makes them into investments, man. He finds an investment. He's a true definition of a hustler, man. He knows what he is doing. And I want to bring him on so you guys can understand that, hey, because me and him started, and I don't know where he fully started from, and that's the story we're going to get into. We're going to understand you know a lot about where he comes from and, and, and where that mentality came from but but this guy man I, I swear I I see him in person I see him on social media I see what he's doing and I love it and he's motivating he gets on Facebook and he he promotes what he's doing you know what I'm saying and that's what I like to see he's not and he's single that's the craziest thing he's single and he still promotes, you know, wealth and what you should do and what it should look like. And he's not just living for himself. He's creating assets. He's doing what he's supposed to be doing. So understand that when I bring him on, you guys are, you, you are going to be able to access me anything. If you got any questions, hit me up. Um, but uh, that's what I wanted to hit, hit for you guys today. And... Um, I want you guys to fully understand car buying power. Understand that, look, it may not be pretty, but if you can buy a $1,200 car, go to the auction and buy a car, you know what I'm saying? Just get you a car to get you from point A to B. This is my motto is what I told a lot of people. And they were like, you know, they used to talk bad about my car. I said, look, my car gives me from A to B and A, sometimes C. But don't worry about that because I'm, I'm getting to where I need to be. I'm getting where I need to be. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's not going to have the same road. Everybody's not going to have the same journey. My journey is not your journey. All I'm doing is giving you tips on what could or could not help you. You know what I'm saying? You might want to say, hey, Mike, I'm just going to do the same thing. I don't care what you're talking about. Go right ahead. Hey, I told you I did it. And I have no shame in it because I've learned so much. And that's why I want to give the game back. You know what I'm saying? There's so many people coming out with some other stuff. You know, there's a bunch of podcasts. There's a bunch of YouTube videos. There's a bunch of everything. But I just want to give out some real. I never hear the real. I don't hear no real stories, no real life stuff. I just hear fabricated stuff like they just Googled and just said, hey, I'm going to hit these points. No, man, this is unscripted. This is real. This is just off of my chest. And it, man, it's feels therapeutic man it really does because this stuff right here i've kept to myself for the longest and i want you guys to understand why you're hitting that financial goal why you why you're trying to say hey i can't get out of this you can and lastly man don't we'll talk about it on the next episode but we're going to talk about bankruptcy and who should file for bankruptcy and do are you even in a situation to file for bankruptcy you know what I'm saying? Let that sizzle. Because I don't know, man. I don't know. A lot of you guys think you are. 
in big rugby territory and you need this deck out come on man you don't need it you just gotta change your habits you need to change your habits if you can do that you can do anything and you can be financially free till next time on Kill Procrastination I'm your host Mike Clark signing off